Hello Gator Nation and welcome into the latest edition of Locked On Gators, your team every day. I'm your host, Zach Alvaverde. Right now, it's great getting some of our players back on campus with uh, the voluntary workouts. I know I think our players are excited to be kind of back around campus, back working out, back together, and hoping to uh, to get back on the field soon. So I know uh, we've done a lot of work football-wise and hopefully continue to, and we're, we're excited to get hopefully get through this and get the season underway. That was Florida coach Dan Mullen on his latest Zoom call with reporters as he discussed his players returning to campus for June workouts and what they're doing to prepare for the 2020 college football season. On this episode, we'll discuss Mullen's availability and what he had to say. We'll bring you some of those comments and what they mean for this Florida football team heading into the fall. And we got some big news on Wednesday, and we'll start with that. As the NCAA Division I Council voted to approve the six-week preseason camp proposal that was presented to them last week. And with that vote, the Gators are now set to begin fall camp on August 7th. That was the date that they've had circled on their calendar, and now it is one step closer to reality. Now, before the Gators can get into preseason camp, they have to go through 11 days of weight training, conditioning, and film review, which will start on July 13th. Then on July 24th, that's when the coaches and players will go through their first walkthrough as a team, and they'll also start having meetings, and that will take place for a period of two weeks. And then after that point, they can put on the pads, they can get out there in shells, and they can start their preseason camp. Now teams have to practice for four weeks before playing their first game, and the Gators open their season on September 5th against Eastern Washington. And the last that I've seen, the Eagles head coach is expecting that they're going to be able to play in that game. And hearing from Dan Mullen this week, he's certainly keeping his optimism. He talked about how they're still preparing to have a normal training camp, to have a normal football season. And until they're told otherwise, that is how they're going to continue to move forward. Here's what Mullen had to say about this proposal and plan from the NCAA and what that's going to look like for him and his coaches as they try to get the players ready for the season. Uh, everything's voluntary right now. So, you know, with the, that stuff, we can't be at any of those. We can't even be at those activities. Uh, we still have all of our virtual meetings going on. Uh, so everything's still done virtually. I think the proposal was to get the guys back on campus on July the 13th. And between July 13th and July 24th, we would kind of go to the regular summer where we're not observing uh, any of the, you know, the workouts, they're allowed the weight room workouts uh, and still allowed some meeting time. Uh, but then the July 24th, really the big difference within the NCAA is, is from July 24th to August through August 6th is the difference that they're going to propose. So July 13th to July 24th will be the same rules all in summer. It is that period right now where we're able to have expanded walk meetings and walkthroughs on the field. You know, and, and, and to me, that is really the opportunity for the players to prepare themselves mentally, get out there, uh, you know, through walkthroughs to start getting some, um, you know, muscle memory to prepare for the season uh, and start doing, you know, movements that'll be involved in during the season so that our, our guys can kind of be prepared rolling in the training camp. Now, as you can hear from Mullen's answer there, there's still a lot of moving parts in this and the Gators just have to take it one step at a time. And with so much uncertainty, what are the things that Dan Mullen and his staff are trying to focus on with their football team? 
Well, it's what you can imagine. They just want to control the controllables because right now they've laid out their plan for July 24th through August 6th. They feel really good about what they're going to accomplish in those two weeks once they get out there on the practice field with the players. And that's their focus. I'm trying to focus on like with all our guys, which is really hard for people to do with everything going on in dealing with, uh, you know, with this pandemic we're dealing with, with, with the pandemic right now, is worrying about what we control, what we know, and what we can control. So, you know, as of right now, we're planning a training camp as normal. So we're preparing training camp as normal. We're preparing a normal regular season because that's what we can know uh, at this point. You know, I mean, what's different, the variable right now, like I said, is that July 24th through August 6th. We've written up our plans for that. We feel pretty comfortable with what we're doing in that time frame, you know, and then we'll go to the next part. And I think it's a waste of energy sometimes to speculate on all the different things can, 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 that can happen. What we have to do is be prepared to adjust to whatever does happen. And as we get knowledge uh, and as we get information and uh, some solid facts, then we will adjust accordingly at that point. So uh, to me, we're just, you know, I mean, I, I'm looking at as once, really, once August 7th hits, everything is is back to normal for us because that's the information we have right now. Now, since the players have returned to campus, they've been going through voluntary workouts, but that doesn't include any interaction with the coaches. They're not allowed to observe them while they're in the indoor practice facility, and all the meetings that they're having are still conducted on Zoom. So even though all the coaches are back on campus and the players are back on campus, Things this summer are not happening like they typically do. There is definitely a disruption in the routine. And Dan Mullen talked on Tuesday about how that's been one of the most difficult things for his coaches and his players to adjust to. And I think it's it's difficult not having a routine for the coaches, not having a great routine with the players right now. You know, and, and I think that is tricky. I, th I think even talking to a lot of our players, you know, is one thing that they're hungry for is to get back to somewhat of a routine, even though even though it's still kind of a very limited routine to have as much of a little bit of a routine that they can they can fall back on as possible. So I think that's been one of the trickier parts of things. Um, but, you know, as you keep hearing me saying this, it's obviously much easier to say than do, which is to try to worry about what you can control. So, you know, our coach's life right now, we, we tried to create as much of a positive routine for our players as we can, a positive routine for the coaching staff, and continue to be productive on the things that we can worry about and the things that we can control, you know, and that's, that's the one thing that that is, you know, I think, I mean, one of the hardest things that, that we've probably had to deal with to me is not being around our players. And even, you know, I mean, I, I love the personal interaction of our players and to be able to only do it when you, when you have a team meeting and you get on a zoom call and you're, you know, you're looking at however many boxes can fit on per screen. And then I try to like scroll through the screens just to even see everybody's face. I, um, I think everybody, I think one of the hardest one is not dealing with the personal face-to-face, -face, uh, personal uh, interaction with our players uh, on a regular basis. I want to take this time to tell you all about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. It's a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. There's 16 amazing flavors. All of them are covered in 100% chocolate, and they even have some nut-free flavors. They're soft and easy to chew, and the best thing about them is that they're healthy. If you're trying to lose 
or maintain weight, you can do it by indulging on this delicious treat. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high fiber bars. My personal favorite is the peanut butter brownie that has 20 grams of protein and is only 170 calories. There's a bunch of other great flavors like mint brownie that are perfect for your diet. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first order. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get $10 off of your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back into the show. And as you just heard Dan Mullen say before that break, it's been difficult for him as a coach to not have that face-to-face interaction with his players. Sometimes when they have Zoom meetings, he just gets on there and looks at each individual box so that he can see his player's face and feel that connection that's been missing now for several months. And once they get out on the practice field in July and they start gearing up for preseason camp, he's very interested to see how the players have taken what they've learned in the Zoom meetings and all the prep for preseason camp and how they carry that over onto the field. Because remember, they didn't have spring ball. They didn't have some of the player-run workouts that happened during the summer. So these guys are going to have to make up for a lot of missed time and knock some of that rust off once they hit the practice field. Well, I think that's the hard part. It is just trying to find different, make sure guys are learning. I mean, you have a lot of meeting time but making sure that guys are learning within the meeting time. The, the problem is guys learn very differently. You know, some guys are, some guys can, can watch it and learn it. Some guys have to write it down and learn it. Some guys have to physically do it to learn it. There's all different guys that learn different ways, but so we're kind of limited in our teaching. So it's, it, you know, making sure that guys are learning the right way to do things right now and, and try to be creative that way. And we'll see when we get on the field, you know, it's one thing to take notes and write it down in the classroom, but then to be able to go and actually, do it uh, on the field is something very different. So uh, we're going to have to find out when we can eventually, whenever, we, you know, hopefully, on um, you know, we even start our walkthroughs on July the 24th to see how much knowledge guys have retained and how much they can translate that knowledge uh, from a virtual meeting onto a on the field application. Another concern will be the shape that these guys are in once they get into preseason camp, having missed spring ball and all of their offseason strength and conditioning. Nick Savage and his staff have obviously done the best job that they can over the last few months trying to keep the players working out and staying active. We saw a lot of guys that were back home getting some work in with their trainers and different sessions that they had. But Dan Mullen cautioned that they're not going to try and push these guys too hard. Right now, the June workouts aren't anything that's too strenuous. They're not pushing the players. Dan Mullen's biggest concern is making sure that once those guys show up and it's time to practice with pads on, that they're in great shape, that they have the stamina and the endurance needed to make it through an SEC season. So don't expect those workouts to get ramped up too soon. Mullen indicated that they are taking a cautious approach on that front. You know, one thing I think about, you know, that, that Nick Savage does a great job of and the, that we try to do on our program where we're very safety oriented. So I don't, you know, I think, uh, you know, our guys haven't been back very long uh, on campus with these voluntary type workouts. So I think we've been very slowly building up. So I don't know if we've really pushed anybody yet, you know, because we want to make sure the guys come back in great shape or the guys didn't come in back in great shape. I, don't, I never want to put anybody in any sort of danger. So I think we've been really slowly building more than testing to see where, you know, kind of pushing guys to see where we're at, uh, how great a shape we've come back in. So, you know, but I, I think our guys, they understand what our program's about. Uh, I think our guys, as best they could, were able to stay in shape. I know there are a lot of guys coming from different areas that had to deal with a lot of different limitations in training. So I think, uh, you know, Nick and his staff's going to do a great job of building them back up 
getting us ready for the season. Now, much of the conversation with Mullen centered around the workouts and the preparation for the season and the COVID-19 protocols. Now, the Gators had 80 players that were tested when they first returned. UF officials said that all of those tests came back negative. Mullen was asked if there's been any positive tests since then, and he wasn't able to answer, citing student privacy. But he did say that the players have done a great job following all the social distancing guidelines and wearing a mask and sanitizing their hands. It's been quite the process that they've had to be educated on. And Dan Mullen has also spent some time getting educated. He did reveal that over the past few weeks, his team with the players and the coaches have had discussions in small groups and as a team about the nationwide protests following George Floyd's death. And Dan Mullen said that it's been very educational for him to hear from his players and hear from his coaches about how all this has affected them, some of the racism that they've experienced in their life, and how they're going to try and move forward as a team and as a program because Scott Strickland and the university have put forth several initiatives so that the Gators can address this as a program. Now, I do want to get into some football tidbits before we go because the conversation wasn't all about the workouts and COVID-19. We did get into some specifics about Kyle Trask and what to expect from him in 2020. Dan Mullen was asked, what is the biggest area of growth that he's had from this time last year to now? And he expects the confidence from number 11 to be much higher this season. Now that he has a season of starting experience under his belt, Damone expressed confidence in both him and Emory Jones that they're going to be ready for the season despite missing spring ball and some of those player-run workouts that they would have been able to participate in. He did say that Anthony Richardson, the freshman quarterback, will go through a little bit of a setback having missed spring ball as an early enrollee, but he feels really confident with Trask and Jones under center. The biggest one's going to be his experience out there on the field. You know what I mean? Is So he's now going from a guy that was preparing the right way, obviously prepared with confidence and knew he was going to put in the time and the effort to be ready in case he was, his number was called, to a guy now that has the confidence of having experience, has the confidence of having done it. And I think that is different, not just, hey, I've, I've prepared in case my number's called. Now he's a guy that has the confidence of as I'm preparing – I know what to what it's going to be like out there on the field, and I think that experience will be a big help for him. I think for a guy like Kyle, I think if everybody saw last year, he spent every offseason preparing. He spent the offseason before preparing himself for to be ready to go. And, you know, and hopefully, you know, both he and Emory have done that this year to continue to prepare to be ready to go for that moment when their number's called to get out there on the field. And, you know, I think both of those guys uh, have experience in games now. So it's great to have some experience. You know, I think, you know, when you, you look – you know, after that with Anthony, you know, I mean, he's the one to me that, that you know, missing spring right now has it, – it's going to be a little bit of a, a, a different curve. But the other two, having that experience, having – being veteran players returning, it is uh, – I feel pretty comfortable that they're going to be prepared for the season and ready to go. And last but certainly not least, Dan Mullen discussed the addition of five-star running back transfer Lorenzo Lingard Jr., who was recently granted immediate eligibility by the NCAA, so he will be able to suit up for the Gators in 2020. And you know that he's going to be able to come in and compete with Damian Pierce and Malik Davis for that starting job that was vacated by LaMichael P. Ryan. You also have Iverson Clement and Naquan Wright as part of that running back rotation. But Lorenzo Lingard is going to bring a home run threat to that position. This is a kid who was a track star in high school, and he's got the ability to take it to the house Every time he touches the ball, Mullen couldn't speak to the impact that he's going to make once he gets on the field, but he said that Lingard's presence has already been felt in the locker room and in the running back room. 
Um, well, I think it'd be great for the room because I think he's a real positive guy. I mean, I mean, from what I've seen, he works hard, you know, in our offseason conditioning, worked hard, uh, got a really positive attitude. I love his personality, and I really like who he is as a person. As it pertains to football, I can't answer any questions because we get to be <laughs> on the field. So, uh, But as a person, I think he's adding a really positive impact to the team and the program. I'm really excited about that because, you know, he has really positive energy and has a great attitude and a great work ethic. So I think all of those are, are really bright for, for his future, and I'm, I'm really happy he's part of the program. Certainly good to hear from Dan Mullen this week with the team back on campus and the NCAA giving the Gators the green light on their preseason camp. And that'll do it for this episode. Make sure everyone out there is staying safe, wearing your masks, washing your hands, social distancing, and we'll see you all next week on Locked on Gators.